Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from my house for a change. Um, we have some limited time today. I have to go and take care of the familial obligation with my my daughter's playing her uh, one of her first volleyball uh, games, and I want to be there for it. But uh, I have Skype, and I'm going to attempt to reach out and touch someone right now. I'm in Key Largo right now. Uh, and I'm calling a friend of the show. Let's see how that works out. And we are calling uh, Mr. Pat McGeehan. Here. Hopefully he'll pick up. Let me stop this. Hey, Pat. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Let me introduce you. This is Pat McGeehan, the owner of... Uh, McGeehan's Rock Bottom in Philadelphia, uh, Cotton and Cottage. Uh, we spoke about it a lot on the show so far, and uh, you were down here in uh, what was that April, right? Yeah, I believe so. You, you, <laughs> has things gotten so bad that you can't remember when you when you traveled? Have you traveled that much? Well, how many beers do you think I had since? <laughs> yeah, well, more than a case left, less than a yeah. truckload. Yeah. Yeah, Less that's right. Than a million, yeah. more than a hundred. Well, you know what? They acquaint everyone. Uh, Pat, I've known Pat, uh, gosh, at least thirty years, I think. Uh, when I started right. going to your uh, pub, I'm from. I uh, originally went to your. I uh, lived in a neighborhood when I was a young kid, uh, and uh, we. My family has a history at McGeehan's, and well, let's hear about the history of McGeehan's first. How long has McGeehan's been in your uh, family? Uh, well, next, this is our 89th year. We'll we'll be uh, we'll finish our 89th year in December. 1929. Uh, yes. So right around the started right the, after the stock market started, trash. Right after the stock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, started as a candy store because of prohibition, which sold beer out of the back. You know, typical mm -hmm. Irish Philadelphia big city story. So you're and out of the. As soon as I mean. The statute of limitations ended on that, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think they can prosecute my grandfather any longer. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, that the, the month that prohibition ended, he he uh, he obtained his first liquor license. Wow. So that was um, December of '33. Well, that must have been been an oddity that two months after the stock market, uh, I think it was October, right? Was it, it? 1929? I'm going to have yeah, to take your word for it. I don't, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I, I think the one in like 1988 or 87 was in October, but, I, but the same year as the stock market crashed, the great uh, recession started in the United States. Uh, your grandfather decided to open up a business. <laughs> well, you know, that's bold. That's a bold. What, what would we say? What What is the terminology? Can we say this about your grandfather? He was a ballsy. Yeah, a ballsy prick. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, uh, he he had he owned a hotel in Atlantic City at one point. Mm -hmm. uh, he, I think he was always a bootlegger. He had to lamb it back to Ireland at least once. Uh huh. And then I guess uh, when he settled when he settled down, I guess. May, uh, Mayfair at that time was pretty bucolic, so I guess that seemed like an idyllic, idyllic place. 
Yeah, well, I, I remember Mr. Carboni had aerial photos of Mayfair in the 30s, like the late 30s or early, uh, yeah, the late 1930s, and right up Continent Avenue on the other side of uh, Route 1. If any of our listeners are familiar with it, uh, it's it's all residential now, urban environment. The uh, It was all, uh, there was a lot of uh, a farm farmland up there. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a picture yeah. of my father on, on the back steps. It begins there. Uh, there's, there's nothing behind them. I think maybe St. Bernard's is in the background. That's it. Yeah. And they, they built St. Bernard's in expectations of growth, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And I, 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 I think the same year that begins opened. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there was like little communities like Holmesburg was a, like a little village up there. Um, you had, uh, in Philadelphia, they just like uh, places like New Orleans. They a lot of times they refer to uh, the the parishes people are from, right? You know. Well, Wait, are you I'm sorry? Are you talking about churches and an adult store? Well, I'm going to talk about the adult store later. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we still don't. I mean, we have an adult store here. I, I, I'll get into that later, but I mean, this is about you guys right now. It's about <laughs> McGeehan. Uh, uh, but okay, my connection, my family grew up there right before uh, World War Two, uh, and uh, my uh, grandfather was a fireman. He was a, a, a lieutenant in the Philadelphia Fire Department, and uh, I'm sure he probably went into uh, McGeehan's before, but my uncle is uh, infamous. I remember your father asking me, your father, uh, Cornelius McGeehan, right? He, yeah. he asked me when I, we were talking about family and stuff like that. I said, my mother's maiden name was Walchek. And he said, is your uncle Billy Walchek? <laughs> and he, he just looked at me and I said, yeah, it is. And he was, he was shocked because, uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't have the same reputation as Billy Walchick did. Well, but he got a I mean, he, you, he right? You were always a gentleman in the bar. You you may have may have been a ruthless ladies' man, but you were always a gentleman. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that, man. But uh, the uh, I, I yeah, I don't want to I I I I don't want to have a cult of personality when it comes to like that. It, it is my nickname was Jim Moran, the girly man. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, Billy Walchek got a lifetime ban from the bar. Uh, it was easier to do in those days. Now you've really got to screw up to get thrown out. Well, I'm sure my Uncle Bill, my, I knew my Uncle Bill very well. <laughs> when he said that, I went, oh, well, I'm not shocked. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> he got really nasty. There were, there were, he, he wasn't a big guy. He was one of those little guys that got real nasty. But, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, and, and you have, um, we'll get back to it, but you have a certain, you have a, do you still have the DOTM and the DO? Oh, yeah. YM? Okay. So explain to our listeners what, the, uh, what I'll, I'll say, it's Dick of the Month and Dick of the Year. Dick of the Month, Dick of the Year, yes. Um, and, um, yeah. Kind of a friendly competition. It's uh, not completely voluntary. Yeah. Sometimes you get drafted into the program. Uh, just uh, the members vote 
whichever member that particular month made the biggest dick of himself. And uh, we've never had a shortage of material. Uh, it's people who don't take themselves too seriously in McGann, so they're willing to laugh at them at themselves and each other. Now, and, now let uh, me yearly yearly we yeah. have a vote, and it's stick of the year. You're reigning champ. You always get a mention in the month, and you get a mention the next the, the next year's election. Who, who uh, will I recognize any of the recent Dick of the Years? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm trying to think who's current Dick of the Year right now. Uh, I'm going to say that Sean McLaughlin's in the league. Oh, oh, I remember. Yeah, Sean he, McLaughlin. he's yeah. got. He's got three or four months under his belt this year. He's having a hell of a year. He's having a career year, as a matter of fact. Oh, my gosh. He's a veteran. Because I remember yeah. 25 years ago his name was on there. <laughs> wow. They uh, don't the Ricker act. always pops up. What? Who Who does? You, you, you remember the Ricker. He always pops up. Yeah. But, you know, I, I make the list quite often. How about uh, Billy Havlin? Billy Havlin's a perennial favorite. He um he doesn't get cheated when it comes to dick in a month. Oh, he does. No, 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 no. Yeah, as no, you know. No. Um, let's see, Timmy Craig. I remember Timmy Craig being you know. And Timmy Craig, I I never really understood that part because every time I seen him, he seemed like such a sweetheart. What what do you have to do to earn the ignominy or the infamy of being dick of the month? What what kind of behavior? Like, can you pick? Uh, a moment that makes it, or is it a general attitude the person carries themselves with? It's like Jack Mahalan. Jack uh, Mahalan. Remember? How about Jack Mahalan? So Jack Mahalan, um, I think he disappeared. Uh, he's 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 around the uh, the same legendary status as Bigfoot right about now. Okay. We okay. don't see much of him. There's glimpses. You hear rumors. Pat Baker. Uh, he's dry now. He's, he lives down at down the shore. Ah, oh man. Okay. So yeah. Sean McLaughlin. What Sean McLaughlin. What like for instance, can is there a, a an incident that wouldn't break too much confident, <laughs> confidentiality? Yeah, I mean it's 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 a well known trait of Sean's to um overtly borrow things. Yeah. If you, and uh, you know, the last time he, he might have, you know, got a little sticky on it. That's all. He 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 called me. He used to call me Jim Luganus, who likes it up the anus. <laughs> not a good nickname. No, it's not a good nickname. <laughs> but you know what? If you don't put up, if you don't put up a big stink about it, a lot of times it just falls by the wayside. It, it you know, just goes away, right? Yeah, just goes away. Speed. You don't worry about it. You just laugh it off. It's pretty funny. I I. Ha- um, I wanted to ask you this because I, I, I was recalling that. Um, did I ever get into voting for it? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> well, I mean, you said I'm always a gentleman, but I'm a, uh, what did you say? A, uh, how'd you phrase that? A ruthless ladies' man. Well, why would you say something like that? Well, uh, it, uh, you know, you left a trail of broken hearts. I don't think I broke too many hearts. I don't believe that. No, I don't believe that. I tried hard. I tried hard. We're not yeah. gonna we're not gonna bring up any names or anything like that, but there was a lot of, you know, a lot of girls who might have been smitten. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember one St. Pat oh, I wanna talk about 
I don't want to get wrapped up in me. I'd rather get wrapped up in the McGeans. Uh, your <laughs> biggest nights of the year, okay? You have, uh, I mean, anytime there's a, I guess, I guess any playoff game that Philadelphia's in, St. Patrick's Day, the holidays were always fun, you know, going down there. Uh, but St. Patrick's oh, yeah. Day especially. I mean, it would – I remember going there and it seemed like a Tokyo, Tokyo, Tokyo subway at rush hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you're just shoving people in there. And you had a DJ in – it was your liquor Order. storage room? Was that – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met I did yep. actually I met one that yeah, Kara a, I met a girl there. Oh yeah. Yeah, Kara Gannon, yes. Kara Gannon. I went out with her a while because uh I I hey, how about that? I worked my way <laughs> into that. <laughs> I worked my way into that tiny, right? Who would have guessed? Who guessed you dated her? <laughs> my leading line was hello, my lovely or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or darling, or something like that. It was uh, so but McGee's was, yeah. you know what? It was a good place to meet girls, really. I, I remember. Yeah, yeah, one time wasn't bad at all. Um, you know, most of your audience has never even seen a place like McGee's. They, they couldn't even believe that a place like that exists. No, no. You, you had it. I mean, it's different now. It's you, You've really changed, uh, ex, you know, expanded it, the, the back room yeah, and all that. There, I, I, there's I told only so, so far you can go. I told the owner of the catch – if you earn, they earn the same amount. I don't mean to say that as square footage because how tiny McGeans is. I said mm-hmm. you would be re- able to retire in five years. <laughs> and 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 square footage is a premium down here in in the Keys. And they, I just think when it's crowded, it just uh, feeds on itself. People see it's crowded in there. Okay, it's forty people, fifty people. That's a lot of people, right? That's a lot and of people it, in McGeehan. Yeah, it's fun. It's loud. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, it can be. It can be, and, and for the most part, very friendly. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it can be clicky. Obviously, a, a place that big can't be the most welcoming spot in the world. You know what I mean? You know, when I came back, I think the my entree was I was working at the uh, Mark Diorsini, who's married to. Uh, your sister. My sister, Megan. Megan. He remembered me when I went in with Paul Lafferty from um, the Rosewood, and I was a maitre d' and bartender there. And right. when Mark D. Rossini remembered who I was, I swear to God, it was like three months. I was part of the gang. Oh, absolutely. That like was I so said, great. Jim, you're always a gentleman. Everybody was always happy to see you. I mean, you didn't want to leave till 5 a.m. most times, but you were, you were all, everybody always liked seeing you. <laughs> well, I love coming in there. I really did, especially when I had the loft. You know, the loft department, I would just say, oh, I got a loft down here. And a girl would say, oh, I'd like to see that. And I'd say, okay, well, that's good. We'll go down and take a look at it. <laughs> yeah, that was my, my thing. Uh, but so, Pat. But you, you weren't a ruthless ladies' man. I were a ruthless ladies man. I wouldn't let it go, would I? You were. You're saying you're denying that? No, 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 no. Uh, I no tenacious. I was tenacious. I understand that. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Remember, I was in AA for seven years. Remember when I told you that? Uh, <laughs> I spoke yeah. to you. 
I spoke to you after a couple of years and you said, what did you say? You said, I told, I called Pat and I said, I think I was trying to, was I trying to make amends? I don't know. You had nothing to make amends with, with me. Well, I don't know. I may have called you up and I said, you know, maybe I caused some, you know, uh, stirred up trouble there one time and I, I called up. Um, okay, but would you, something like that you said, I think you said, you'll be back. Or something like that. <laughs> well, here we are. Yes, we are. We are here. And, and yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no point to not drinking. I don't. I, I just don't get it. What do you do? Well, well, I'm. Hey, I'm not a hypocrite or anything like that. I didn't. I never. I never was one of that. In that point where I said everyone should quit drinking. At that time, I, uh, I, it worked for me for seven years. It gave me a little oh. more perspective and, and, and mellowed out those rough edges that I still had. That ruthless ladies' man thing syndrome. Ooh, that was yeah, and that carried on when I was sober. You well, think you, I was part of your personality? Did you think I was formidable when I was drinking? When I was on my game, <laughs> when I was sober. sober and working out 12, 15 hours a week, oh, <laughs> I was devastating in the in the supermarket, in the gym. Yeah, Luckily, you're right. I didn't go to church, so you've never matter. been a shrinking violet either. I, oh, I, I, I try not, but once again, it's not that me. I I just want to get back to the thing. I I I swore to God that I wouldn't do this stuff. Um, today, this morning, this is what made me think of you, Pat. I dropped my daughter okay. off, Sky, at school, and when it came out, my rear tire was flat or flattening. So I went and put air <laughs> in it, right? And you know the uh -huh. story I'm going to talk about, right? Go, go right ahead. You don't have to mention. You don't have to mention the name or anything, you know. But um, I, I don't want to put you on the spot. I, that, that, I always swore, that, especially my friends, I don't want to put them on the spot. But, I, you know, I was concerned. I said, oh, well, it, it was holding air out there. I put air in it. I, I thought it was a slow leak, and I said, "Well, I gotta drive my daughter around. I better get, you know, I better get some tires. I can't just decide one day not to have air in my tires." So I, I'm looking around to get uh, the tires, and I it came upon a time. It was a. I think you asked me on a Thursday night. You said you had four tires flattened in your car in <laughs> North Wildwood, New Jersey. And we were in Northeast. And you said, would you like to come down for the weekend to your house? And I'll let you take it from there. Tell me tell me what happened at that moment. You, you told me that, and I, I don't even, I think you, you told me what happened. And I think we needed to pick up tires in, in the Northeast off Tarsdale Avenue had, yeah. near Van Kirk Street or Walker or something like that. Exactly. you got a great memory. We stopped yeah. it. I think it's called Craig's Tire. Yeah. We got four tires, drove to the shore. That insult the injury, Wildwood had impounded my car. So we, I think we put it off till Saturday. Uh, we, we went out, had a nice time. I tended to oh, I got the car on maybe on Friday. I don't really remember exactly. Think, yeah, and you dropped it off and you dropped it off at a, a, a service station, right? Right, right, exactly. They fixed the tires. Uh, then I had the 10 bar on Saturday night in Wildwood. You hung out all night at the bar, and maybe you can finish this story. Wait, 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 wait. Let's say, how did you wind up? Okay, before it wasn't about me. <laughs> but I, <laughs> so you know, the problem is Abby listens to this. My version is pretty funny. Okay, you're okay. Well, you know what? I'll 
tell you, and then I'll, I, I will fill in the blanks. But how did you end up getting four tires flat on your car? Ah, well, now that is shrouded in mystery. But there, there's a short list of suspects. Uh, I remember uh, I was dating a girl. Her name escapes me at the time. I know and the name, a, but I won't say a, it. Yeah, we had a minor argument. She was beautiful. Fact, was Fred, hey, sister. Pat, she was one of the most What's beautiful girls. I remember that girl. She was gorgeous. Yeah, she was a good-looking girl. She sure mean as a rattlesnake, but good-looking. Yeah. yeah. And we had a disagreement, and uh, I remember I went and hid somewhere, probably an inappropriate hiding place, if memory serves me correctly. At another girl's place? And, uh, well, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got back to my place in the morning, I mysteriously had four flat tires. Always now, a downer. Always a downer. All, yeah, I just never really got to the bottom of it. Never got into mission or anything like that. But, you know, it is what it is. Okay. So. But um, now, it's funny. It's a funny thing. I, I just had a, a, like a mini conversation with her sister. You remember the sister? Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't too bad looking. They were very. Very similar in appearance. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now Pat, I wasn't. The, I wasn't at Ruthless. I hardly ever dated any of anybody's ex-girlfriends. Uh, well, I don't think you called much of what you did dating. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I, told, I went out to dinner. I took them out some. I yeah, I mean, that's where one of the most famous stories of all time comes from. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> the giraffe, eh? <laughs> that wasn't, no, actually, I didn't consummate that. That wasn't, I never, I, that girl so turned me off that I never, I remember that girl's name, and I have no, from every turn in <laughs> the corner, it was, what am I doing here, you know? But uh, we we did go down, we went down for the weekend. And I'm hanging out. It was Moore's, right? It's no, no longer well, there, at, right? I worked at Ollie's. Ollie's. Oh, we met at Moore's. I went. You were finishing up. I went. I was in Ollie's earlier, and then I went to Moore's. Right. And there was a girl there. I remember. I'm leaving Ollie's. I walk out the sunshine, and the bars were open till five five a.m. Then. Yeah. As I walk out the side door, you come running up and ask me a question. Do you remember what the question was? Where's the nearest place to get condoms? You said, do you have any condoms? And I said, <laughs> okay. no, I don't. But Wawa is right around the corner. And you ran. I swear to God, it was like Kramer and Seinfeld, the way you split up and then took off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went, when I went to the Wawa, I went in there. I'm looking around. I looked around real quick, like a, a crackhead looking for a lighter. <laughs> and I saw, I grabbed him, and this big ass dude is wearing colors. I don't know if he was a warlock or anything like that. And he was real polite and goes, Man, you look like you're in a hurry. And he let me go in front of him. And you were still, <laughs> I, I think you were feeling. still out front when I came back and I had the bag, the little tiny bag. They put right, it in exactly. a tiny bag, too. They could have put it, they could have put it in a plastic bag, but they put it in a tiny bag, you know, like a candy bag that you get from <laughs> buy throws or something like that. Yeah, from Bythrose. Yeah, Bythrose. It was a little, little, little corner store around the corner. What do you um, got? Little references written down there? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's just popping in. These things, memories pop in, uh, pop in, and because uh, right before then, I was laying on the couch reading one of your collection of Mad Magazine. 
No, I think no, I was putting no. the pitch, I was putting that picture together that you had in Mag Magazine. <laughs> yeah. we, it shows two different pictures, and she asked me <laughs> if I was going to come in or not because I was being a I was being a gentleman. Yeah, because I didn't want to hear that. A ruse? <laughs> yeah, that old ruse. A, <laughs> I'm just sitting out here. <laughs> it was a technique, but you know, it was a couple <laughs> times I went down there to. Uh, I had a great weekend with you guys, and uh, I think uh, on Labor Day and Memorial Day, I popped in after like working at uh, at the en- uh, Encore. I was going to say the Encore, no, uh, the Rosewood, and we go down late at night. Uh, yeah, those days you could close a bar and still make last call at the shore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we get out at 11, 30, 12 o'clock, and the places were open till when were they open? Till? We were open till five then. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they were good days. Yeah, you get down. You, I get down there like two o'clock, two fifteen, and uh, I'm st- I'm still tending bar in North Wildwood. Oh yeah, where are you? Yeah, uh, at a place called Keenan's. Keenan's in North Wildwood. Well, be- oh, I know. Irish well, Keenan's been around for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's our twentieth year there. Okay, I I was down for Irish Weekend in two thousand and three, and that is a and that's in when is that coming up? October. That's this or, weekend. That's this, this weekend, weekend coming up. Oh, you're going. Oh, wow. That's that's a good time. I I remember. Actually, I was married at the time when I went down. I actually found two young girls stumbling down the street, and I had to take them back to. Uh... <laughs> no, I was I was married, so I was actually doing. I understand. I, I'm... I was I was walking the walk, and when I finally found where they belong, there was a guy who's I guess he's my age now. I'm 55, but he had that, you know, receding you know receding hairline, the glasses going. And he started pulling the girl's top down. And that girl was maybe barely 21. And I was wow. totally grossed out. I was totally grossed out on that. I, I am so glad. I don't think I'd be able to do stuff like that anymore. I mean, I'd have to put a lot and, of... I and now he's trying to get on the Supreme Court. Yeah, no, no. This guy, this guy was... <laughs> this, this guy, I'm looking at it. He was just all creepered out, man. This guy didn't even look at He didn't even attempt to take care of himself. But speaking of nice young ladies, um, your your family still works there. And I don't want to uh, say you say, who, who's working at your bar now? And, and we'll say uh, Jessica for us. Okay. Jessica's working at the moment. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. does your, you have some nephews that work there too? John's kids? Yeah, Any John, John, Neil? John and Bridget both work there. They're, they're John's uh, son and daughter. Uh, uh, but yeah, they're a good looking lad. And Bridget's a beautiful girl. Bridget just married a guy in the army, right? A couple years yeah, ago. Kevin, he's out of the army. Yeah. Okay. And, um, Kevin McCluskey. And does John work there every so often? The, your brother? John does. Yeah. John, John kind of fills in here and there. Uh, Neil's two boys, 10 bar. Who else? Billy Sanford's there, um, right? He's like a member. Billy of the Sanford's there, yeah. I think he's Philadelphia's only blind bartender. <laughs> Do you mean it? <laughs> is Billy blind now? Yeah, yeah. He is. It's, it's, I mean, he's not fully blind, but I would say like eighty-five percent blind. Really? I mean, he's not just, a laughing matter, obviously, but it is funny to watch guys pour their own shots at a bar. Oh wow! 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, that, you know, it's, it has to be a close fit place to, to allow the pour your own shot rule. Yeah. So, so when it comes to managing and stuff like that, it's you and uh, who who else? Like Heather does most of the day to day stuff. Heather that I can't do. Yeah. Yeah. And Heather's been a really big uh, uh, supporter of the show. I appreciate that. I just want you to know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She's a sweetheart. And, and, I reluctantly admit she's a good girl. <laughs> I, I don't like yeah. to give her too much credit. I like you know, it's funny. I, I know. I got Well, next time I come up, I, I want to be able to uh, show my appreciation in an appropriate manner. <laughs> Res respectfully. <laughs> Respectfully. Okay. How the hell did you get a hold of Jessica? Uh, she was a local bartender and uh, years ago in 1999. I said, why don't you, you know, uh, I was kind of feeling like uh, I wasn't pulling my weight Yeah. On, on Thursday nights. We were doing like crab nights then. And I was really kind of focusing on trying to do crabs. And I said, well, why don't you come over in 10 bar? I figured it'd be a home run. Uh -huh. And it was. She, she was She's not as good as she is now, then. Uh-huh. Where'd, you, where, where, where'd you find her? Oh, she was a young kid. She worked, at, uh, she worked at Callahan's. Oh, she was a kid, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then and then after that, she worked there maybe a year, and then she went to Flukes. And then uh, about seven, eight years ago, I don't know what, I don't even know what happened. She just said, you know, do you got any chefs? I'd like to come back. And I, I'm... I wish I had seven of her. She'd work every day if I had if, if, oh, was, wow. if I had my way. Yeah. Oh, great, great. Oh, well, you know what? It's funny. I noticed. I think Nora was. Is, does Nora handle your social media or something? Yeah, or Nora and Heather. Yeah, they both collaborate. And 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 on Thursday night, uh, one was it Thursday? Is Crab Night Thursday night? We we do crabs Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday now. Okay, and, and, and Jessica yeah. got back from vacation. And it said, Jessica's back from vacation. We've got yes, crabs. Exactly, yeah. Was that on purpose or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, good. Okay. We didn't That's good. Then it, it works perfectly. Yes, it does. I like people to be aware of the things they say. You know, like to say, yes, that is, that is a big wine key in my pocket. You know? Or, or whatever. I know that's not particular, but I mean to be aware of yourself is is, is very important. Okay, Pat. Yeah. When when we do, um, when you came up the rock bottom, that wasn't rock bottom when I was there. No, well, just McGee. It, it's really not an official name. It was just one day I was I was like this. You know, if you're drinking here, you your life is pretty much at rock bottom. And I just thought, but that's kind of catchy. If you're here, you've hit rock bottom. Oh, so we man. put it on a T-shirt, and, and we, it stuck with it ever since. Yeah, I've never, I've, I've, I was never just. I, well, I did do. There was a, there was a bunch of times. I, my idea of a good time there was showing up before we went out, like we go to timeout in Kensington. Oh yeah, yeah. We sure. go and have a couple of drinks and go out for eat some food and go and try to meet some ladies. You know, and <laughs> I, you know I what? I believe you remember this stuff. Well, no, well. I, I, you know, what's amazing how reputations tend to grow. I can understand how like Doc Holliday and White Earp got these reputations. Cause I'll tell you, I didn't, I didn't close the deal as much as you think I did. <laughs> I, 
I did. No, I mean, I wish I did. I wish I did. I mean, I was a. I mean, I guess I was. I guess a Hall of Fame hitter, maybe if I if three hundred to four hundred percent, you know, you know. Yeah, I mean, four. let's face it. Doc Holiday and uh, Wyatt Earp did some shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they didn't I mean, give but, my reputation for nothing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, but yeah, I, I I appreciate it. I think. It's a fine reputation to have. Yeah, I know. I, it was who was it? Who was the guy? It was the oh god, Rich. Not was it Richie? We used to do cons and fronds uh, routine, and at that time, I was maybe all 185 pounds, 180 pounds, six foot four. I was a skinny fuck. I right, mean, that's right. not as skinny. As other guys, but I was pretty skinny, and we were doing a, and I thought that we were doing a Hans who were punt, and we were saying girly man, and I think that stuck, and then my ruthless um, thing made girly man become more of a a moniker than it was, like Billy the Kid, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't deny it, I never denied it, so no. It, it, no. Was, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm, not, I'm not embarrassed by it, but I did not want to be a liar either. You know what I mean? Oh, I certainly wasn't. When I was single, I was single or mostly single. I remember bringing <laughs> girls in and Jimmy Mack would go and say, hey, where's that girl you're with? That girl, the other girl you're with. And I said, oh, she's, um, she's a friend of mine. You know, <laughs> they would just, I wasn't pimping so, uh, my girls out. That, that yeah. place you're at to catch, that is a, that's a great place. You like it? Oh, yeah, fabulous. I loved it. Yeah, um, you know, I'll pay you something. We got some nice, uh, we got uh, a, a wide spectrum of people that come into that place. Very wide. Um, yeah, I can imagine. Economic, that's, that's... economic, education. I'll tell you, the bottom is lower sometimes a lot you know the bottom some of the people that come in sure. and sure. the top is in the stratosphere when you talk economically and stuff like that some of the education levels and stuff like that well, i mean it is wide and varied and from all over the country all over the world i mean i'm talking to someone that, uh, i'm making jokes with somebody a german family i have a whole german family in there and i'm you know if i you can mention hitler and get him to laugh that's a big thing. That's, that's just, they're not very, not they're very touchy about, about Hitler. They, <laughs> they don't want, they, you know, when they start saying something, like if they started ordering a drink, I said, how are you ordering that? You seem very, very uh, fascist the way you're doing that. And they kind of laugh you know, sometimes. Or I, and the Asian people don't laugh as much. Yeah, no. Well, I get, I get, them, a, I I get them to laugh. You got an Asian, you got to do psych gags. Between exactly, east yeah, and west. Plastic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that I, I got the Mexican. You, uh, what? You know what Hitler's motto is when he comes back? What? No more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> oh, man. That that would be, that would be, so I'm going to definitely probably say that to them uh, next time. So, Pat, what do you think about you? So, you heard about the Lover's Boutique idea. I, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I um, well, my my idea with that would be to uh, we're going to uh, 
going here through a live podcast. Uh, eventually, I may, I think if that works out, I'm going to call one of those places in uh, Amsterdam. You know, That's one great. of those. Yeah, I'm going to call one of those. I uh, have a, I have a little idea for you. While you're on location, you, you do a little local advertising and you have advice for the lovelorn from the girly man. They come to the boutique, they, they lay out their problem, and you solve it right there on air. Just recommend a product? <laughs> or, you know, it's, you know, girl. Kind of like this to just pull out a big black dildo out of the, uh, uh, from under the well, table. Yeah. yeah, give her what she wants. Okay. I, I, well, I certainly thought about the marketing uh, potential there. You know, I, I always thought that maybe... If, if just like Radio Shack, right at the end of every sale at the uh, um, Lover's Boutique, if you do not offer batteries, you're missing an opportunity. Exactly. That's five to six dollars exactly. minimum. So, yeah, and maybe you could have some of the lovelies from what was the name of that bar I wanted to go to? Woody's. Woody's. Well, we some were, of the we were gonna, Woody's stop by. I was thinking about doing it. I, I was thinking about doing a show from Woody's. I think that would be fantastic. Because I mean, we are I, I an audio, we are an audio uh, medium, and we wouldn't be uh, violating anybody's uh, privacy needs, right? Yeah, absolutely. So audio, if you don't come up, if you don't come up and talk and introduce yourself, then I'm not. Uh, I love. Hey, listen, I'll tell you, I love Howard Stern. I purposely don't listen to other particular comedy podcasts anymore. Cause I don't want it to be, I, I don't want it to be like that. And I know, I know imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. I just think it also was, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, I don't, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be accused of. Well, you don't, you, you could subconsciously be ripping them off and not, not even ever realize it. You're right. You're right. Because it's going to be my life. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think right. I, I, everyone brings their own angst and their, personal histories into it. And uh, uh, Stern always talked about his thing. He always talks about how tiny his penis is and that, and, you know, how, how awkward he was with women. I never said that. I just said I wasn't as, as good as that. I mean, I was pretty good. I mean, actually, you know, you get a reputation. I don't, I try not to expand on it because it stands on its own, you know? So, uh, and once again, here I am talking about it. what a fucking jerk off I am. Uh, <laughs> you know? Hey, did I ever, and before we close off, did you listen to any episodes I told you about Janine and Don Canary? The girl that had her, uh, the woman, the older woman who had her uh, false yeah, teeth. Yeah, told the false teeth, right? Yeah, she died. She died like three months ago. Okay. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, well, you know, she, she was living in the fast lane, you know. She, you know, a lot of, lot of, uh, she was over medicated and all that stuff. I'm not saying it's, you know, good riddance or anything. It happened. Don Canary was her boyfriend. And after they left, that he, Don Canary and this other woman, Suzanne, who regularly come in and she was taking, she was taking medication. And every time she'd have a drink, the medication said, if you drink, you're going to get nauseous and get sick. And she got sick twice. And I had to clean it up. So I had to start refusing her drinks and stuff like that. But after this Janine died, it was her house. It was a house she owned. The family took it over, kicked him out. Don Canary moved out 
to Homestead. But I got another story about this guy. Not only did he steal awesome. his girlfriend, not only did he steal his girlfriend's teeth and try to ransom him for 500 bucks. This guy across the street, I, you may not recall it, but across the street from the catch is a pawn shop. And in the parking lot of the pawn shop, there's two cranes, industrial cranes. And uh, okay. this guy bought them. He owns them now. And he said he used to get asked by Don to drive him to the liquor store because he didn't have his license. There's a lot of people. You notice a lot of people riding bikes down. Sure. Because you have to drive down the thing. You always get busted and you lose your license. Well, Don Canary got driven to the liquor store. And this guy, he said, I could tell this story. Uh, he's watching and he sees um, a police officer running back from the back of the liquor store. It was a Walgreens liquor store um, right up at the traffic signal from where you were staying, right? The guy mm -hmm. comes running up. He throws Don Canary on the ground. It turns out Don Canary was, as a joke, he says, he was wearing a plastic bag because it was raining real hard. And he, he said he was kidding, and he tried to hold up the liquor store. Uh, with a guy who he asked to hop a ride with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy the watches it. Car. As the getaway car. That, that Don's a genius. It is a genius. He got busted. The guy was in there waiting. He didn't even – he got up and asked. The guy who was driving the car, he didn't drive off. He, wait, he got out of the car, waited with his hands on the car, right? <laughs> he said, officer. And the officer didn't even know that the guy was waiting, right? <laughs> he didn't know until he called him over. He goes, I, he told him I drove him here. I didn't know. And the officer, and the officer in an extremely lucid moment, you know, realized, he said, oh, that makes total sense. That you're not involved in this because you're not nervous. involved at all, right? Yeah, you're not involved at all. You're you're actually shocked by this. And this guy told me about it and stuff like that. And I said, "Fucking Don Canary, we salute you, Don Canary, to whatever you're doing up in Homestead right now." The day of his uh, girlfriend's death, he came in and was drinking like a monster. Is Don a handsome man? Uh, he could have been at one time. He's he's he. Okay. You know what? I was talking to him. I assumed he was 70 years old, right? I assumed he was 70 years old and not a really good 70 years old. And then uh, I we were talking and we started making the same pop references. And how old, and he turned out he was two years younger than me. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. He was. Uh, he sounds he, like Don put a hung in Kensington. Yep. In the road on the road of life. Don Canary hit every bump with his face. Yeah. He certainly did. Uh, now, do you have a lot of people hiding from life down there? Yep. Yep. We got a lot of people. Yeah, we got a lot of ex-cons, ex, uh, a lot of ex-law uh, enforcement, government. Uh, yeah, you people, some people say, they say things like one woman comes in, she looks really kind of, not she wears a lot of white makeup, pale makeup and stuff like that. And she was a editor for Vogue, a business editor for Vogue, which I don't understand exactly because not a fashion editor, or a business editor. And she comes, she always wears nice clothing, but she's always with these guys that look like they just got off a sailboat, you know, that don't have a lot of access to fresh water. 
for showers and stuff like that <laughs> or shaving. And she's always hanging around with him. And she's always like, um, she's about, you know, 17 years older than me and always giving me the googly eye. And, and, uh, you know, I get, you, my father always said, you know, Jim, if you really wanted to, it's not really hard to marry someone with money. You just got to put up with a little, you know, something, you know, yeah, it sounds like that for a living. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she certainly does. But you know what, Pat? I want to, I want to say you guys are always welcome down here. Uh, that was a great time. Pat. Kevin O'Dare, your brother, John. Uh, I want Neil to come down sometime. He's funny as hell. Uh, I said, Kevin, John, Jim. Uh, did I miss anybody? Jim Golden, yeah. He, he, oh. He's having a rough time. He is? Yeah, he's not, he's not doing so well, so we'll give him a big shout out. Jim Golden. But he'll be there next year. Next time we come down, he's coming. Yeah, you it. better get your ass down here next year, Jim Golden. You know? There you go. Yeah, and if you guys ever want to come down and you don't need you don't you don't have to get a place to stay. If you get two guys, you can come and stay at my place. After three, I think we need to get you need to rent a place. <laughs> You're the you best, know? buddy. Uh, you too, Pat. I appreciate that. And then and if you ever get and uh, to all the listeners, if you ever get a chance, go to McGee and say hi to the people in there. Tell them that Jim the Keys bartender said hi and mention Pat and Jessica, uh, John, Bridget, uh, Bill the blind bartender. Um, don't ask for too serious a drink when you're talking to Bill, I guess. You know? <laughs> we, I remember we going out with Bill, going out for a drink with Bill one time, and it was like seven hours later, and I said, Bill, uh, what'd you tell your wife? What are you doing? I was going out for some bread. <laughs> I said, bread? Seven hours? We could have went all the way down to D.C. and back and gotten the bread. Yeah, well, you know, one time he came in the bar and said, you know what? Be you, Uncle Charlie, and Corny. We're going to the Florida Keys. So he flew us all down. They did this, this place in Isla Morada. Had a great time. That's when he was rich Billy Sanford, who I liked yeah. much better than broke Billy Sanford. Yeah. And what happened? So, did he tell? Did he do it on the spur of the moment? Uh, yeah, he gave us like a week's notice or something, and we all just packed up and went. What was that? What was the name of the strip club downtown we went to? Like when we had, we went down twice. Uh, easy uh, pieces. Say, I think it was bumpers. Bumpers, bumpers. Yeah. Bumpers. Yes. Yeah. That's the last time I was in a strip club. Really? <laughs> yes. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> I go really. <laughs> I felt like such a degenerate when you said that. You know. So, uh, our new motto: uh, We're going to drop the rock bottom. Now we're just going to call ourselves the worst bar you'll ever love. Oh, well, what do you I, think? I don't know. I think you should get rid of worst and all that stuff. Yeah, you know? it's not a good logo. No, it's not. It, it's a fun place. I have all. I have fond, fond memories. I don't look at. There's nothing that happened there that was dark for me. Maybe so. Well, you were always a gentleman. <laughs> one guy. Like one said, guy. I know. What? Sometimes what? it was hard to get you to leave, but you were always a gentleman. <laughs> I always had a good time. I want to thank Pat McGee for coming on, and uh, we'll we'll be uh, next time we you know we do this probably we'd like to have you in the bar and have everyone in there. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we can link up between absolutely. our the, the two bars one night. I'll do it from yeah, Sharkies we'll, we'll, maybe or something like that. We'll try and get Jess on. Oh, oh, okay. Well, we'll post some pictures out. All right. 
Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't mind. I, we have her permission. Well, thank you very much. That's great. Yeah. And you are a wonderful right, guest, Pat. I appreciate it. Thanks, pal. Anytime. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you soon. Bye. Well, that was Pat McGeehan from uh, McGeehan's uh, Rock Bottom. We shouldn't say Rock Bottom. It's McGeehan's Pub, Cotton and Cottage in Northeast Philadelphia. What a great time. What great memories I had there. It's about 50 minutes into the show. So uh, I'm going to start signing out. Tomorrow we're going to be doing our show, our regular show, Wednesday at uh, 5 o'clock. From the catch, uh, we'll see you for episode uh, 108 and uh, look forward to seeing you. Bye.